Welcome back to the Rain in Your Herd podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode where we will teach you how to harness the power of the internet to grow your online herd. I'm Laura. And I'm April. We can't wait to watch your business grow when you implement what you learn from the podcast. Whether you own a stable or a boarding facility, offer riding lessons and horse training, or are building an online membership for equine education, these tips can help you get more clients. Thanks for tuning in. If you're enjoying the podcast, please, please hit subscribe and leave us a review. If you share your business name in your review, you just might hear it in a future episode. Pinterest is an incredibly powerful tool to help you grow your email list and drive traffic to your website. So you should think of Pinterest as a search engine. It's a lot closer closer to YouTube or Google than Facebook or Instagram. Oh yeah, for sure. Pinterest for what type of businesses? So if you have a blog, a video blog, podcast, or you sell a product, you should, Pinterest is for you. You should make an effort to be on Pinterest. So there's just one caveat to that. You need to have your own website. So if you're selling products on Etsy, running your business, running your podcast through like Anchor or another platform, or only posting your videos to YouTube or Vimeo, you're not quite ready for Pinterest. Because Pinterest takes quite a bit of time and work to get set up. And you want to make sure that once you put that work in, you own those results. So if you're driving traffic to a platform that you don't own, you could end up wasting your efforts. If something happened where, you know, you got kicked off the platform on accident, like right now Instagram is doing some crazy stuff for like, if you log in from two different locations, they're seeing that as a bot and they're like turning off your account. Um, and so if something like that were to happen where you were driving all this traffic with Pinterest to a platform that you didn't own and then bam, it was gone, that would be a huge bummer. So I had that actually happen to me. I was using Pinterest to drive traffic to an Etsy shop and then Etsy changed their algorithm and I just could not get my, my products to show up on the first page of their thing anymore. And so I built a business on borrowed land and although I was still getting that Pinterest traffic, I wasn't getting traffic from Etsy itself anymore and my traffic tanked and my sales tanked. So just wait until you're ready to have your own website and then Pinterest can be a super, super awesome, powerful tool for you. So I have a couple of clients on Pinterest um, and the biggest thing that I've kind of come across and what I like to practice is a um, big tip is to really think about how you want your pins to look. You want them to kind of stay along with the aesthetic of your brand. So that way you are easy recognizable across multiple platforms and they know as soon as they see your pin, like, Oh, I know who that is. Um, and another thing is you want to have your text readable. So, um, you know, a lot yes. of people like on Instagram, they like the little, or they just like pictures. They just want to really see images. You see some with text and such, but mostly you see images. But on Pinterest, you kind of want to see the image, but it's mainly, or not mainly, but a large part is of the text. Like, what are you talking about in this blog post and such? Um, and I, I think another cool thing is um, the first board I've been told, and I kind of practice this, is that you want it to be your brand board. So all your pins that along with what you've posted to your stuff, maybe your website, your blog posts, um, you want to kind of have that first one. It can be in, those pins can be in multiple boards, but um, that first one should really be like who you are as a business or your blog or um, if you're an influencer or whatever type of business you have. Yeah, absolutely. You want, you want the attention on you. It's all yes. about you. Yes. <laughs> so make sure you show up first. Yes. <laughs> 
So I really love using Pinterest to look at kind of like my dream horse facilities and barns. So we're going to talk about like, we're both going to pull up our Pinterest account and pick up one horse related thing that we've pinned that we just really, really want to have. So April, what, what do you have? Um, so I really, really want to have um, an awesome um, saddle for when um, I get back into Western dressage. So I've been looking at some fun like circle wide saddles and all these things. So I've been pinning dream saddles because I know some of them are like mass uh, manufactured now and they're just not the same. So I was just kind of pinning some saddles that people like. I know it's not as exciting and it's not as dreamy, but I know it's really important for my horse to have a really great saddle. Oh, I think that's super dreamy. I'm, <laughs> I was like, my, so Susan was selling a beautiful Circle Y trail saddle uh, last, last week. And I'm like, I could see it and I could see my car and I kind of made, I knew I was going to have to buy a new car. And so I made the decision to get the cheaper saddles. So oh that gosh, adulting. <laughs> but I was lying my car very resentfully while that beautiful circle I went out the door to someone else. Yeah. Yeah, I know. When I was working at a tax store, my like my saddle I really, really wanted was there, but just wasn't in the budget at the time, unfortunately. If you haven't noticed, we have significantly upgraded our logo. We want to give an enormous thank you to Madison at Old Homestead Marketing. We were those pain in the butt clients who had no idea what we wanted. And she took our horses, our faces, and our podcast concept and came up with the perfect logo for our brand. Fun, lighthearted, and of course, with our horses right at our sides. If you want a logo for your business, head on over to oldhomesteadmarketing.com. Yeah, someday. The saddle we bought for MJ fits Quinn. So one of these days, I'm going to be... I'm going to get tired of riding in a saddle that's way too big. Get us a nice one. (laughs) But I have all about my my dream barn pro barn house. I have probably 50 pins of different barn pros barn house. So barn pros is a company in Seattle and they make these amazing like timber frame construction buildings that are like these gorgeous log homes on top and a barn underneath. (laughs) So I actually, I talked to a a mortgage lender about it and he was basically like, "Um, you're going to have a heck of a time getting a certificate of occupancy for one of those in the state of California with all our crazy rules. So you better be prepared to do it with cash. I was like, oh man, that's going to be a struggle. But he was like, why, why, why does it matter to you so much that your horses live in the, you know, just put them in a separate building and you can be alone for anything. And I was like, I want to be able to run, wake up in the morning and run down the stairs in my pajamas and feed my horse. Yeah, yeah, I know. And my dad, he's a carpenter, so he kind of like, he's like, but do you really want to smell that every morning? And I was like, heard all these smells that kind of go, like, do you want that in your house every day, all night? Because it's going to be right there. So I was like, okay, dad. But yeah. yeah. But it's 2020, like ventilation fans, like yeah. new systems for that. Like, I guess know? there's modern things now that can help a little more with it, but it's like, how much? Because then the dirt's going to be in the house. I'm like, okay, dad, I got it. You don't like the idea. Yeah, like, <laughs> we'll, put some, we'll put some texture on the stairs that'll catch the dirt. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. See? Yeah, yes. exactly. There's, there's always a, a way. I have a solution to every problem. The one thing I've heard people say is the, um, the noise of the horses, but I'm, uh, I can't uh, imagine. That'd be like meditation music. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's, that's the sound of my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm down for that, you know? Yeah. And, you know, like, they'll get the kids, like, the horses are pawing, you better get up and go feed them. Yeah. And then I get to sit there and drink my coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was at one barn in, um, where was it? Oh, gosh, no, I can't remember. In Illinois, and I can't even think of the name right now, but um, she had this dream barn built out. Uh, and you could, there's a huge arena on one side and then the stalls and stuff on the other side. And then at top, um, there's like two levels and at top. You can look, there's like a, um, like a porch that kind of overlooked the arena. So you could sit out there and watch. And on the oh, other yeah. side, there was another porch that you could sit out and look over the horses in their stalls. So like you were sitting outside like there was because inside there was like a little inside a whole kitchen where people student working students could stay and everything but then you open a door and you go outside and it's like a little porch and you could literally watch the horses over the top and she said what she really wanted was a catwalk so she could like walk out over top but the fire department said no that's not a we can't do that's like not you know you'd have to do all these other crazy things for that in order for that to happen oh but yeah it was still cool like every morning we were there I would go out there, eat some breakfast, and just listen to them munching on hay. Like, it was the best cool thing ever. It's, like, the best job perks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a dream. Yeah. All right. So, when you get started on Pinterest, it's super un- important to understand the goal of having your Pinterest account. And the number one goal is to get a click. So you have a pretty image that links directly to a landing page or a product that you're selling or a blog or a podcast episode, like whatever it is, each pin links to, you know, one goal that you want your viewers to have. So it's really easy when you're on Pinterest to get super excited about views. Like you can get a hundred thousand views and it's like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. But you really want to pay attention to your clicks, not your views, because views stay on Pinterest, clicks take the person off Pinterest and put them on your website. So how do you get clicks? Yeah, so clicks kind of goes similar to what I was talking about with aesthetic and such. You just really want to make sure that pin, you can see what's going on in that pin. You want to make sure that you're using a very descriptive um, description when you post it. You know, you can even use hashtags now in some of the posts, but you have to be very broad because it's not as like far along as Instagram. And usually it's only like two to three. You don't want to go crazy with the hashtags. Um, but, uh, and you have such a, a limit, you can put tons in the description, but there's only so much that somebody's going to see when they first initially see the pin. But, you know, it's a, like we were talking about, it's a search engine. So you, you want to think about that SEO. Um, and then of course you're going to do your link, make sure it's going to where you want it to. And then even the title of it needs to be pretty specific. It could even be a little different than what's in the image, um, just to kind of help, um, with getting clicks it's just kind of similar to youtube with your thumbnail image can say something different than what your actual title of either the blog or the video is so just a lot of things to catch people's eyes but also use the seo that's in the platform itself in the search engine absolutely i always say like the actual title of the pin should talk to the algorithm and the graphic with your text should talk to the person yeah that way you show up and then you capture their attention Mm -hmm. absolutely So if you spend some time Googling up Pinterest best practices, you're going to be like, holy cows, because people say you need to pin, you know, five, 10, 15 times a day. 
And at that point, you're like, oh my gosh, does that mean I need to make, you know, 5, 10, 15 videos or podcasts a day? And how the heck do you keep up with that? And so, first of all, no, that's not what that means. So you can relax. <laughs> Nobody's creating that much content. <laughs> so those 5 to 10 times a day include repinning. So that's adding someone else's content that your ideal client's also interested in to one of your boards. Yeah. So when I'm on top of my Pinterest account and really have things up and running, which I'm all scheduled through the end of March, and Yay. this episode is going to go live until June, so you're wondering why <laughs> March. <laughs> but I'm ahead right now as we're, as we're recording this. <laughs> and so I'm pinning 10 times a day, and that's two pins from my account, so that's two pins that are going back to my website, and eight repins from other people that also have valuable content for my audience. Yeah. I think the only person, if you're talking about creating that much content, the only person I can think of that's creating that much content is probably Gary V because he just has a whole team of worth of people. But if you're trying to create tons of content, like you're going to have a burnout and you're not even going to want to do it. So then it's like, now it's even worse because now you're not posting at all because now you've had a burnout. So yeah. <laughs> want to make sure you're batching it out yeah, and not exactly unless crazy. you have a, a team of content people which we're, if you want a content team april and i are here and ready yeah to your we're here we're here we can make it happen yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, if you don't have a content team you do not have to create that much content. yeah yeah no absolutely not and so that there's way to kind of help with that if you cannot create that much content you can create actual multiple pins for one blog post um, they could have different images maybe your different colors and like you were talking about you could have a different description that's going on um, in the pin so maybe um, you say something different about that blog post or whatever in the description and you can have just different pins for one blog post so you can also do the same thing for a video um you can put that you could have the whole video play on the pins or you could have just an image of the video like there's tons just for one blog post and you could put these pins in multiple boards that you know that are relevant to the actual blog post um so like if it was you know a grooming um, box it can go into maybe a tack board that you have or or tack and trunk board or grooming items or now you had a blogging uh, maybe just a blogging board or horse item you know there's, there's tons of other things that it could go into now you have multiple pins and they can go out at different times um, so it might just catch somebody else's eye or now that they've seen it a couple times now they're like oh I'm gonna actually click on this pin Absolutely. Yeah. So you can have a lot of power behind and even for products. I've noticed a lot of people, they'll do like the, just the, you know, if you have like a render or a white background for the product, they'll do a pin with that. And then they'll also have a few pins of like the item being used in real life. And cause that's going to appeal mm -hmm. to two slightly different audiences mm -hmm. and then you get to capture them both. So even if you're like, Oh, I just sell products. There's absolutely ways for you to make, right. and you, you know, you can write a blog talking about how to use the product and you can link directly to the listing. Mm -hmm. So we have filled your brains pretty well, but there is no way we can give you all the details on Pinterest in one podcast episode. So we just hope you're thinking about the possibilities, what it can do for your business, if it's a good option for your business. Again, if you have a blog, podcast, video blog, you sell a product and you have your own website, Pinterest is fantastic for you. So I have a Pinterest challenge that walks you through kind of getting everything all set up and running, how to set up your profile, build out your boards, and actually get your first pins pinned. So it's a totally self-paced challenge. You can take it anytime, and all you have to do is head on over to my website and sign up. So that's at unbridledcontentmarketing.com slash Pinterest challenge.
That is unbridledcontentmarketing.com slash Pinterest challenge. So if you think Pinterest is good for you, I hope you go out there and give it a try. Thanks again for listening to this podcast episode. To find out more information on our podcast episodes, make sure you check out our website, reigninyourherd.com. You can also find us on multiple social media platforms such as YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. I'm April Hardiman, and I'm the owner of Make It Rain, where I help equine businesses grow their exposure online, either through social media, email marketing, SEO, membership websites, or all the techie stuff. I'm just your average tech-savvy equestrian. And if you want to know how to grow your herd, make sure you go check out my Facebook group called Grow Your Herd. And I'm Laura, the word wrangler. I help horse business owners grow their online communities without being slimy, salesy, or sleazy. I love writing and telling online stories and teaching other people to do the same. So that's exactly what I do through my business, Unbridled Content Marketing. If you want to learn more about creating a community around your business, come check out my Facebook group, The Word Wranglers Community.